What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast is brought to you by Ease. Ease Ease.com. Your first purchase, and I'm getting a lot of this, people are taking advantage of it. $20 off. Promo code HAM. Over 50 bucks. Free delivery. E-A-Z-E dot com. Promo code HAM. Tell other people to use the promo code. Help out your friends. How about Odell Beckham plus Earl Thomas? Richard Sherman is at the Combine. And uh, I think he's going to challenge. Go to gauge the trade market (laughs) for his clients. Uh, He did say this. Richard did say if Dallas comes, you know, equal money, he goes to Dallas. That's that's where his home is. So Dallas gets him if it's all things being equal. We talk about Earl Thomas like an NBA player. He's like. Jason Garrett, come get me. Jerry, come get me. You've been talking about this for like three fucking years. I know. It is pretty. It's and pretty no crazy. one even thinks it's that weird. It's like, yeah. Classic NFL, too. Like, yeah, Earl, we're not going to extend you, but you got to play. And, and he, he has a couple picks. Given, and then he flips them yes. off when he breaks his leg. Given Richard, given the defensive scheme, given the division, given all that stuff, the Niners make such a make so much. If you think he can still play, and he's not 35, um, then it's an obvious destination. Well, I think it piggybacks off the top what we just talked about. If I told you in the next week it gets announced, Adam Schefter, the Niners have a deal in principle to trade for Odell Beckham, I would say their likelihood, if they were aggressive on Earl Thomas, would be a lot higher of him. At least maybe if they, all things are equal, he'd decide if Richard would talk him into it. Like, come here, bro. Now, to Dallas, Dallas's roster is pretty damn good. That's the one thing I think it, you and I were haters early in the season. By the end, you, you couldn't watch Dallas games and go, God, this roster top to bottom is talented. They got better. Yeah, they just got, they just were really good. That <clears throat> world's older, though, guy. I mean, he's 30 years old. He's had two major injuries. To me, the hang up wouldn't be that Earl wouldn't be interested. It's would the Niners be as aggressive as, as they'd have to be, given that other teams would be interested? Like, what would be our price point on Earl? Even if you were going to give him $15, $16 million a year, you guaranteeing him two? So basically making it like a two-year, $32 million deal? The Cowboys have a lot of people to pay. I don't know how aggressive they can be for Earl. I mean, they got 
Zeke's contract's up, and I saw Stephen Jones said yesterday, well, yeah, you see Gurley's number, that's kind of the starting point. Uh, even if Amari doesn't get an extension, his number went from like 6 to 14, so that's an extra 8. They want to extend Dak. Byron Jones, the guy they got to pay. Demarcus Lawrence refuses to sign, he claims, the franchise tender, even though it felt yesterday in an hour period on Twitter that multiple Cowboys defensive linemen either got suspended, kicked out of the NFL, or some weird shit was going on. I didn't even understand the second one. I'm like, I, David Irving, or what, what's going on here? He might get suspended because Randy Gregory did get popped. But they, they lost two defensive linemen in a span of an hour yesterday on Twitter. I like, did that see, happened. I did see Mayoko said, not related to that, but you just made me think of it with Randy Gregory because um, who – who did I – who said – oh, maybe it was Zerline tweet. Like, red flags are red flags for a reason. And then unrelated to that, I saw Mayoko tweet something like, uh, safe to say that uh, getting kicked out of a drug test at a hospital is, is not going to get you drafted in the first round this year. Um, but – You're saying Zerline was talking about Gregory. Like, this yes. guy's walking red flag yes. from day one. Yes. And Mayoko – We're just talking man. about red flags. Um, yeah. Because I think for every honey badger that changes his life, becomes team captain, like face the league, most guys are not. He's the outlier. Yeah, and he was he got to a great situation and on and on, whatever. But I just the thing with Earl is like okay, he might have just been a better person at his core. Yeah. Right? What if Earl? I'm I mean, Randy guy. Gregory's life was pretty crazy, isn't it? Yeah, but I, I think at his core too, he was just a legitimately addicted to smoking. Like he can't stop. Yeah. Um. Once I heard he smoked like five, six times a day, and he told everyone that. Like, the Cowboys knew what they were getting. But he is pretty talented as a pass rusher. Yeah, just, they'll be watching Amari Cooper highlights, so hopefully that keeps them warm at night. Would you, what's more not- likely, Earl Thomas on the Niners or Odell Beckham? What? What do you think would be more likely? Oh, oh, oh more likely. I, Earl? Just because it is possible to get. He's a free agent, and it just it makes a lot of sense. Like, you don't need another party involved here to help you out. You just need Earl. You just if need I told you in the next Earl month, month, they land Earl Thomas and Odell Beckham is the buzz around here. Pretty fucking big. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be like, uh, when Vince Young signed with the Philadelphia Eagles and he called it the dream team with John yeah, Middlecoff there. This was a slappy, <laughs> but the hype was strong that year. To me, the hype, the difference is, Earl would be more likely to be like one of those guys because he is older. To me, Odell is just strictly, is he healthy or not? It wouldn't be, he's not falling off. Like, his talent's his talent. Like, he's good enough. He's good enough to justify overpaying for, but there is an inherent risk. Because I asked you before the podcast, would you rather just do my deal for Odell Beckham or trade for a 31-year-old A.J. Green? Just your second. My first reaction was I'd rather trade for AJ Green, but uh, the more I've thought about it, I'm like, I, no, because I'm still trading a second. I'm like, I'm trading a second? Okay, let's do this. And I get AJ Green? Like, it's, he's a good player, but give me just, if I'm going to do this, let's just do this. What about two twos for Julio, who will be 31 this year? I would do that. You'd rather do two twos for Julio yeah. than the Beckham deal? Yeah. Would you? I think about it. The, the, Does Julio I feel will- 31 to you? Like I know he's thirty one, but Well, he's got he's got a lot of wear and tear on him though. Yeah, he feels young. That's a tough one. <clears throat> Personally I'd rather have Odell, more storylines. Uh, but NFL but GM Middlecoff. G Middlecoff. 
I'd rather just do a two for Julio, but the Falcons wouldn't do that. It's tough. The other thing with Julio is like I know I know my I know my coach can like I mean I guess you can make the case anybody should be able to coach him, but I know my coach has coached him and won with him. Like I know Julio can play for this coach. That's a connection that can't be disputed. Not only did he he had 136 catches the year they made the Super Bowl, like they dominated together. They kicked ass and took names. And he's just there. It can't be argued. Julio Jones is a better player than Odell Beckham. He's consistently produced at a higher level in bigger games and just done it. Now, I think the argument for Odell is like the situation was shitty. Eli's terrible. He's had fucking how many coaches have the Giants had from McAdoo to I, I forget. Didn't McAdoo get fired in the middle of the season? They had someone else and they got Shermer. And it's just. Well, that is another factor they, here. They like, haven't really been the most stable operation. For all the we didn't sign him to trade him stuff, like, have we heard from Odell saying, like, hey, no, I'm where I want to be? No. To me, Odell's played it smart. To me, Odell is the way to play it, not Antonio Brown. Because it does give you options. And you're not, you're just viewed as, once you get paid in the NFL, that's what makes Antonio such an outlier. Usually guys are happy. At the end of the day, Odell got his money. Odell got the life-changing cash. And he didn't he sign, wasn't there a report two years ago when he signed that Nike deal? It was the largest shoe deal for a football player. Yeah. Because football players usually don't get shoes. Right. Od- so Odell's uh, fine. Yeah. Lifestyle. Yeah, he's, he's fine. I, I, I personally hope he's here for my own sanity of and uh, football watching. Yeah. Yeah. It just because he's an enjoyable player. You saying now, ease sales go up among yeah, uh, Haberman and Milkoff listeners? I, I think I think it would help business. Yes. Yeah. But uh, I also think who if if I just told you that they got Julio for a second round pick, could Atlanta give him away for a second round pick though? No. No. But, so, but can I just say this on Earl? Like, does how good does Earl need to be to be a worthwhile player? Eighty percent of what he was. I had a buddy that was at his first game of the year this year. He had two picks in that game. And it just was advanced scouting Seattle and just thought, you know, if you're just box score scouting or just watch the highlights, you go, fuck, Earl, he picked Case Keenum twice. He's like, well, he's not as fast as he used to be, so he baits people because he's such a smart, instinctive, great player. So he, if he's healthy for 16 games, he's still going to get you seven or eight picks, which for the Niners I, that I think had two picks would be, I mean, that's worth $15 million in itself, just seven turnovers. But he's not – you're not getting – the Earl that I think that most people in this area have grown up watching just because he's kicked so much ass for that team. Uh, yeah, you know? I, I just think this is not a situation. If you get the equivalent of what Richard was for the Niners, which was their second best defensive player and by far their best DB, they would be more than happy to quote unquote overpay a little bit for that, right? It doesn't cost you a pick and you've got a lot of money. But that's the thing that I keep getting back to, guy. Everyone has a lot of money. And there are just a lot of, I mean, how many good safeties when you're watching the NFL do you see? Like, oh, there's 18 Ronnie Lots in the league. There aren't that many. So he's going to have offers just from random teams like the Colts, the, you just name it. Just teams no, are gonna I don't think it's going to be easy. I'm just saying like you, you have, you're in a good position to pay a little more just to make sure you get them. I agree. Knowing he doesn't have to be, if you pay a couple extra more, he doesn't have to be that level of guy. If he's. Good, if he's like clearly one of your better defensive players, which is what Richard was, you go, okay, good. We, our, our team is better today because we have this guy. Here's the thing I think you see a lot in the NFL, though. 
<clears throat> the more hyped guy is not always the guy. Yeah. And last year, Tyron Matthew, I would have been like, yeah, I think he might just be kind of shot. Turned out he's still pretty good. He was a starter on a playoff team and was one of their better players. And I wouldn't have advocated signing him last year. I was like, oh, he's kind of over the hill or whatever. No, it's just he would have been the guy. You could have had him for $7 million. I'm not saying the Niners. I'm just saying he was there to be had. Yeah. And there are guys like that every year because the one thing that will come out of this weekend will be, you know, shocker. The Eagles are cutting Jason P. I'm just think. I mean, I you can't even think of the names now, but it's just you're going to be like, whoa, they're they're cutting. The Minnesota Vikings are cutting, you know, whoever. You're like, damn, they're cutting Everson Griffin. You know, th- those type players come on and a lot of people just naturally red flag it. And then they're just. They're going to be certain teams that somewhat kind of get a discount. Hell, look at look at who's the guy that made one of the bigger plays in the Super Bowl. It was McCourty's brother that probably any team could have had last year. Right. You just that to me, and when the Niners took their huge jump, the one signing that I I still feel to this day that gets goes the most under the radar is Carlos Rogers. They got him for nothing, and he was a Pro Bowler back to back years. He was our best DB by far. And the Vikings cut, or the Redskins cut him, a former first rounder, or didn't cut him. He just, they didn't, you know, he just became a free agent after the four or five years. And I remember being in Philly, like, you know, he just has terrible hands. He's not kind of an underachiever. And the Niners struck gold. So every year there's, we're talking so much about Earl and Le'Veon, and and Earl has proven it, but he is coming off a shattered leg. Yeah, but I would say, John, like, the McCourty brother got plugged into a championship-level team with a genius defensive coordinator. Carlos got plugged into an all-time level defense. Like, the Niners don't – like, they're not stacked with defensive backs. I'm, I'm not paralleling any of those situations in the Niners, and Earl is just a much better player than those examples. I just do think that you can find – we get so caught up in the football. Like, Kevin Durant's Kevin Durant. He's going to fucking dominate wherever he goes. That's, we see over and over and over and over and over and over again. That's not really how it works in football. That a lot of times the guy you spend the most time talking about, I saw yesterday, or maybe it was last week, or I, I don't even know. I read so many goddamn stories. Not I actually read the stories. I'm just talking about headlines. Headlines, yeah. That the Jets are already having buyer's remorse one year in on Tremaine Johnson. And that, but that, I saw that, it, yeah. It, I don't think that's that abnormal. That's a consistent theme in the NFL, that when you pay a lot of money – now, Earl is a lot, or at least older than Tremaine was, so you wouldn't have to give him that five-year $70 million like true, of true guarantees or whatever, Tremaine, $50 million, but the deal was like 75 So it would be so much shorter. But still, you would have to allocate a lot of short-term cash to him. And there's a chance that he's just never the same. Like, I, And I don't do it. You don't – none of us do it. Oh, he's Earl Thomas. Again, the last time we saw him, was middle finger up at Pete Carroll as he's on the back of a cart. And that's the second time his season has ended. Was this last year or was it the first time when he tweeted, I'm going to retire? I think it was the first. I thought that was I the think it was, first I think time. it was the first time, yeah. So you just get kind of a cr- different cat. Again, it's just had multiple major injuries. And I, I the free agent meetings I was in, and just you talk to people about it now, in football, the thing you talk the most about, what you talk endlessly about, are injuries. Like, they do impact stuff. Injuries, injuries, injuries. I, you don't really talk about that as much in basketball because, for the most part, guys are just healthy. In baseball, you do. Like, if a guy's had Tommy John or something. But in football, 
it's like a list. Oh, he's had two broken legs, a separated shoulder. Like, are we one injury away from it just being over? Right. Because you, because you run out of gas in so much. Three years, you can go from – two years, you go from pro bowl to retire. It's the one sport where you can go from all pro guy in the peak of your powers to be like, God, is this guy going to be in the league in two years? We'll give him a million and a half. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. We'll camp Get invite. Your cash. You know, I think the Niners have a couple guys. Jimmy's still really young. And McKinnon's young, too. But if you're just playing the odds, one of those two guys will never be the same. They better hope it's McKinnon. Because <laughs> if it's Jimmy, we got a problem. But more than likely, one of those guys, and I get it's ACL injuries, and we just throw it cavalierly. Oh, it's just an ACL. It's like stubbing a toe. I know, it's throwing some people's... It's, everyone heals differently. Wouldn't you agree? One of those two guys is never going to be the same after the major injury. Yeah, and I think the thing with McKinnon, too, is that there were people that weren't, weren't quite sure how good he was anyway. The Niners seem convinced. It'd be but... more likely him because he was just – he wasn't a bell cow running back. He was really just a speed change of pace guy. So if he is no longer a 4-4 guy and he's a 4-5-8 guy, well, he's not a between-the-tackle runner. You throw him the ball, it, it'd be more likely him. Because at the end of the day, you could argue, if I was countering my thing about Jimmy, you go, well – he is a fucking quarterback. You're not asking him to run that much. Right. Throw the ball. Right. If anything, they don't want him to run as much, right? Yep. Hey, Jimmy. <laughs> didn't want him to run as much before the injury. No. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.